Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Cinema's Soft Underbelly. I'm your host, Eugene Weaver, and if you're listening, then you know what this show is all about. This show is about the horror movies, and the science fiction movies, and the fantasy movies, and the gems in the rough, and the hard-to-find movies, and all that good jazz. Uh, today I am uh, I'm going to be talking about um, a unique little little thing I found that I think uh, is going to add hours of enjoyment uh, into my horror fiend uh, lifestyle, and that would be uh, YouTube '80s horror movies. And uh, I'm not sure what made me stumble across this uh, at first. Uh, I, th- I think I was on Amazon Prime, and uh, I, I've been wanting to watch a couple different uh, different movies, and I'm like, ah, oh, I should find out, you know, are are they available? Are they not? And one of them, one of them is on Amazon Prime right now, and I had it, it sparked my interest because the fantastic UK Blu-ray releasing company, 88 Films, is coming out with with a Blu-ray of it, and they're actually they're coming out with uh, a line called the uh, the uh, Retro slasher line or something like that, and it's going to have Graduation Day and Slaughterhouse and uh, and several others. Don't go in the woods alone is in there. Mother's Day and then this other one that I just got done watching called Splatter University, which I'm going to be getting into that one in a little bit here. But um, <clears throat> so Amazon Prime actually it was showing that movie, and I'm not sure what made me click on YouTube, but. I did a search on YouTube, and lo and behold, uh, you, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance you already know this, YouTube is full of movies, but uh, YouTube is also full of a ton of movies that have truly been long lost, and when I say long lost, I mean these are movies that don't even have, uh, some of them don't even have DVD releases, and I've seen a lot of horror movies in my time and grindhousey type things, and there's actually movies there that I haven't even heard of before, which I love, 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 love that. So uh, to begin this, I'm going to actually talk about a Blu-ray that I watched, and then I'm going to get into some of the uh, YouTube ones and some movies that I'm looking forward to watching here soon. So uh, I'm I uh, I'm going to talk about the movie Final Exam for a little bit. And uh, let me just pull this up here on uh, on IMDb. Uh, I have the Scream Factory Blu-ray release of this. Director Jimmy uh, Houston directed it. And um, I've watched this movie two times now. And uh, being as I just recently re-watched Graduation Day on Blu-ray and liked it way more than the first time I watched it, I wanted to give this one another chance as well. Final Exam from 1981. That's classic, classic slasher, you know, 80s slasher time period there. Now, there is something to be said about watching a Blu-ray release that has been remastered and it comes in nice packaging and all that good stuff because uh, this compared to this the Splatter University that I watched that is coming out on Blu-ray here in a couple months... It's night and day different. So Final Exam, for example, I watched that in my home theater screen with the 120-inch screen and all that stuff. So it's you know remastered, and it looks really, really, really good uh, versus literally a VHS copy that has been uploaded to uh, YouTube and then uh, 
on on Amazon Prime. They have uh, it's the exact same print. So uh, th- there is a difference, and and so I know some people kind of like that a really hardcore obscure looking, you know, old scratchy VHS. I suppose that's okay in certain instances, but I'm sorry. I'm all about cleaning up these old movies, making them look as good and sounding as good as possible. Um, And Final Exam is just that. Is Final Exam a good movie, though? Not really, but I sure like it. And watching it the second time, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Still like the movie. Still think it's a pretty good movie. And it is as basic of a slasher movie as you can possibly get. Psycho Killer shows up on a college campus to kill co-eds and dumb jocks and nerds. That is literally it. There is uh, there's a hint of a rhyme and reason behind the killings, but it's never expounded on. And which, honestly, is one of the reasons that I kind of like the movie and it's kind of endearing is... The fact that there is not a backstory, uh, there's a, a possibility of a backstory, but they uh, literally don't don't go farther with it, so you don't even know. Uh, it's just some middle-aged dude in jeans that are you know, from the 80s that's going around with a knife. Uh, what sets this movie somewhat apart from, from so many other slasher movies from back in this time period is the fact that the movie, uh, after, uh, after the the usual setup in the beginning where someone gets killed. Uh, this, it always happens in these movies. Uh, then we go to the setup and getting to know the characters. Well, lots of times in, in these slasher movies, not just from the 80s, but uh, even now, it's, it's, like, it's almost like a rule that every 10, maybe even 15 minutes max, something slashery or horrorish or scary or something like that has to happen. Um, it's just... That's what these movies... And these movies are fairly simple. Uh, you know, it's just a little bit of plot development. Uh, get to know the characters, kill. A little bit more development, kill. Some sex thrown in there, kill. And then the final battle with the... with the uh, Generally with the final girl, but every now and then, in like the case of The Burning, uh, is you get the guy that has to take care of the killer in the end. So, uh, But final exam is, is par for the course. Uh, with the beginning setting things up and then the ending with the with the the girl that has to take on this killer. However, this movie is very different. It, it's it's the closest thing I can compare it to is the way the way world's more superior prom night from I, I think the same year, uh, nineteen eighty or nineteen eighty one, is that there is a long long stretch of literally just getting to know the characters in this movie. And it's not that you want to know these characters. You really don't. None of them are really, really any reason to. You're like, oh wow, this this is this is great. Um, I will say though, there's a guy in here. His his the name his name in the movie is Radish, played by Joel S. Rice, and he's hilarious to watch. And I I recall watching the special features on this the first time I watched it, and I I remember. Uh, some of the interviews with the original cast, and I really liked him. And uh, he is really funny in this movie, a uh, complete dork, and but it works. And you have to have the dumb jocks and the dorks and the 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 nerdy girls, and then the hot chicks, all that stuff. Well, it's all in there, and it. But 
the minutes tick by and tick by, and now you're in a half hour, and now you're it's just like it's just continually them just talking and oh okay well now um, now this and this and this and now uh, you know now I'm now we're uh, we're dealing with more love interest stuff oh now it's more hazing stuff now the jocks are hazing this this uh, this guy because they for whatever reason and finally towards the end things start to happen but here is where I think the, the remastering comes into play because I was I enjoyed the movie the whole way through. I was like, you know, this is, it looks really good. It's cheesy as you can just imagine how cheesy this thing is, but it looks good. It sounds good. And it's, I feel like I'm watching this in a theater uh, versus VHS. And it's, I like that. So um, I gave it a passing, I gave this thing three stars, which is the exact same score I gave it the, the previous time. I actually bumped up my score on Graduation Day, revisiting Graduation Day. I had originally given that two and a half stars. I bumped that up to three stars because I, I it's another one that I really like. That's certainly, it's better than uh, Final Exam, but something about Final Exam, uh, just the fact that they go so against type and just have it almost a an early 80s, uh, an early 80s high school movie. Uh, that just happens to have a killer tacked on at the end, and I I don't know why, but I I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a, kind of a novel approach. And then when the killer does finally show up and start doing his thing, uh, I was engaged in that too. I'm like, oh, I, I like the fact that it's just some random guy. And did he escape somewhere? I don't know. There's again, there's a hint of some revenge in there, maybe, but it's mentioned casually and very briefly towards the beginning so you don't know and then things are never really wrapped up it's just kind of got the kung fu abrupt ending type thing going on so i i liked that i thought that was that was unique will you the listener enjoy a movie like that i don't know if if you are a hardcore slasher fan from the 80s definitely give it a shot but keep your expectations very very low and if you thought the prom night was a bit slow goings which i did not but if you do then there's your answer because if you thought that was slow you're probably gonna hate this movie um i dug it uh okay so next up is uh a movie that uh this is an, actually another Amazon movie, and I'm really wanting to get to the YouTube movies that I found here. But the next one that I found on Amazon, and this is actually streaming in HD, and I highly recommend watching this one. And that is called Madman from 1982, another slasher movie. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, it's streaming for free in HD. And I had heard about this movie uh, for a while, and I'm really, right now, I'm really trying to watch a whole bunch of these really obscure early 80s movies, trying to find more movies like Graduation Day, like Final Exam, and even, to a certain extent, like Madman. Uh, and I'm going to, this is an interesting movie here. Uh, but for as many of, of, of these that, that there is, there's Splatter Universities, and I will get to that just shortly. Okay, Madman, directed by uh, Joe uh, Giannoni, I think is how you pronounce his name. Um, he did <laughs> he did parts the Clonus Horror, which is one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite. Now, actually, he 
he was the second unit director on Parts Clonus Horror. He was only had, he only has one directing credit. Um, in fact, just looking here, I mean, he has almost nothing uh, to his name on IMDb. He passed away in two thousand six, uh, but he he did make this little slasher movie called Madman, and it was funny when I watched this movie. Uh, I, I start watching the movie, and I'm like, man, that 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 uh, that lady looks familiar. And here, the main lady in this movie, the main actress in this movie, is uh, is none other than Galen Ross, and she was uh, Francine in George Romero's 1978 Dawn of the Dead, and she was actually she was also uh, Becky Vickers in the great segment something to tide you over in Creepshow. If you haven't seen Creepshow, come on, guys and girls, get get on it. That's a great movie. Uh, but she was also the lead, uh, the final girl, so to speak, in Madman. And I'm just going to say it right now. This movie has a killer ending. Uh, it's not often that you have an ending for an early 80s slasher movie that is very downbeat. And um, for that, the movie gains one full star for that, and it gains one full star for the copious amounts of bloodshed in this movie, because this movie is uh, quite gory. However, this thing is hysterical. The acting is so bad. And and I, I put all of that on the director uh, because there is a good movie in here. The, 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 honestly, the, the thing that I could, the, the newest movie I could compare the Madman to would be Hatchet. And just because it's a, a backwoods type deal going on, like the killer is this uh, big hulking dude with long hair. He looks like Victor Crowley from, from Hatchet, to, to be honest with you. Uh, right at the beginning, already the characters are just spouting off lines. They're sitting around a fire, and they're telling a story about uh, the madman Mars. And if you yell his name a certain amount of times, then he comes back, and some obnoxious kid does. And there are, I think it's at some camp. Uh, it's so... Everything is focused on how do we get to the killer stalking these bad actors. That's, I mean, it's such an, a simple setup in this movie. Uh, so some some cocky young kid starts yelling the name, and boom, he comes back to life because he's he used to be a mass murderer. It's as simple as that. And then we have this hulking giant uh, madman Mars guy roaming around the woods, uh, offing these horrendous actors in this movie. Um, if for any reason other than this, the acting is so funny, it's uh, it's enough reason to watch the movie. Especially the fairly nice-looking version on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, there is a scene where uh, Galen Ross, as Betsy, uh, she, there's a scene where her and her, I guess, boyfriend, you don't really know the, these characters, you don't quite know what they're they're all about like it, it they're just literally random people at this camp and it's so silly but they get into a hot tub together so here's the big sex scene i guess and the the camera is is stationary but they're going in a circle in this hot tub spouting off cheesy love lines at each other and it is so forced and fake and uncomfortable it's so incredibly uncomfortable that i just i'm like 
why aren't the two robots and and uh, and the guy sitting down at the bottom of my screen making fun of this? Because it's so bad. It's it's enough reason to watch the movie just for this one scene. It's hysterical. Um, and then there's another lady in the movie, and I, I couldn't even tell you her name, uh, but she screams and she screams and then she screams some more and then she screams some more and her scream is it's so fake and so forced and you're just you just you groan every time she opens her mouth to let out this pathetic little wail um however i will say this everybody gets theirs in this movie and i like that it's like okay you're gonna have to sit through some pretty bad acting but guess what you're gonna get in return some extremely great early 80s bloodshed and a pretty cool villain he was i would be surprised if if the hatchet character was not taken off of this one here i would be very surprised um so madman gets a thumbs up on a couple of those merits it is gory the killer is cool it still has that, especially because it's in HD. It has a, a relatively cleaned up uh, transfer, uh, and so it, it has a nice sheen to it uh, for the early 80s look. It looks good, um, and this definitely gets a passing grade, but you've got to keep in mind the acting in this is it's laughably bad. Uh, but I, I liked it, and I guarantee it's one that I'm going to be watching again. Without a doubt, I'll be watching that one again. Which brings us to Splatter University. And I was pretty excited about this one because, like I said, 88 Films is releasing this on Blu-ray in a couple months. And it's from 1984, and the cover is fantastic. Earn a higher degree in terror, Splatter University. Uh, and it's got some cheerleader with a pom-pom and a, guy's with, a guy with his knife and blood. And I'm like, okay, well, that I'm in, of course. Um... So I start to watch it, and opening it again. I, I have to, I have to think. Okay, now I'm watching a full screen VHS transfer. It looks bad, real bad. But come on, get through it, Eugene, because you're in for a good time. Because it's going to come out on Blu-ray remastered, and if it's coming out, uh, you know, and it's going to be twenty bucks, then this thing's probably a, a gem in the rough. This has got to be a gem in the rough. Uh, let me just say. This is, without a doubt, the worst slasher movie uh, from the 80s that I have ever seen. And I've seen a lot, folks. I've seen a lot of slasher movies. Um, This is even worse than uh, The Last Slumber Party. That's the title of the movie. Look it up. The Last Slumber Party from 1988. That thing is god-awful. This is somehow worse. Somehow this manages to be worse. Um, It's 78 minutes long, and... That 78 minutes, just just add an extra hour on top of that. That's what this movie feels like watching. Um, I I suppose I can tell you the the plot synopsis. A patient escapes from a mental hospital, killing one of his keepers and then a university professor after he makes his way to the local college. Next semester, the late professor's replacement and a new group of students have to deal with a new batch of murders. Simple enough. That's a typical slasher setting. That's a, that's that's just a typical storyline from from a, for a slasher movie from back in the day. Should be good. Wow. Oh my goodness. Um, the characters are are so obnoxious and annoying. You there's not one single person. There's a there's a lead lady in it. 
I think she's the lead lady. She vanishes for long stretches of time while we focus on other people that some of which never even get killed. We just spend a lot of time with them as they just spout off nonsense. Um, and this is not like final exam to where it's like, I kind of like the characters. They're goofy, but they're, it's kind of fun to watch them. These people are obnoxious and for no reason at all. They're just, okay, now, now we're sitting at, um, at a convenience store. And we're making fun of each other. Uh, one of the girls confesses that she's pregnant. All right. Uh, now we're going to a couple of the teachers. And a lot of these people are in there to literally pad time. It's not like they're being set up to be killed. A couple of them are. But it's literally they're padding a runtime of 78 minutes with beginning and end credits. Uh this movie could have easily been a 30-minute short film, and it would have still sucked, but at least it wouldn't have wasted an hour and 12, 15 minutes of my life. But I made it through this movie. Uh, I knew immediately this is going to suck. Uh, within the first 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, the acting is just god-awful, and the fact that the movie looks so terrible, um, it's so terrible, Um I really don't know what to say. I'm truly, uh, I am truly speechless at how bad this movie is. This feels like something that should have been made last year and been on iTunes, or I'm sorry, and been on Netflix. Uh, obviously, not looking like it does, but it is so inept. It just feels like a direct-to-video, shot-on-video piece of trash that pops up on Netflix all the time. Um, man, is this bad. Uh, I will give this movie, I, I gave this movie a half of a star out of five. One half star. And here's why. Uh, one, when Splatter University pops up on screen in the beginning, it, it the, the title slowly comes towards the screen and the splatter is written in blood. I thought that was kind of cool. So there's a point point two five of a star. And then also the beginning kill uh, where a guy, I think someone gets stabbed in the heart. I'm like, that was kind of gruesome, kind of. There's another little little bit more. Uh, We're still not at a half a star yet. Not not quite yet. Um, Then we get to uh, the the end. And don't watch this movie. I'm going to spoil the ending here just so you know. Our lead girl, uh, which is a... uh, Julie Parker is the uh, is is the character's name in the movie, um, played by Forbes Riley. Yeah, um, so she is the main girl. She's a replacement teacher, whatever. And um, so, okay, you're like, all right, well, she's gonna be the one that 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 does away with this killer. And the killer, it, it, he's of course a teacher in hiding there, and you don't care, and you know it's gonna be one of the teachers, and um, she gets killed. And honestly, kind of gruesome. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't quite see that coming. I figured that she would do him in, but okay, all right. Um, and then literally, like, she uh, she gets killed, and pretty much, I, if I remember correctly, I, I finished this movie today. The camera fades to black, and then the guy that's doing the killing is back in the insane asylum because he's a, an escaped insane asylum patient, and then he's back in the insane asylum, and that's the end. It, it was it was so bad, um, but for a couple of those reasons, I'm like, I'll give this movie a half of a star. But it's this is soft underbelly, and 
I, I got to tell you, Splatter University is soft underbelly material, way more so than Final Exam and Madman. Although those very much are, this movie is is if you scrape the bottom of the cesspool of of horror movies, and you you scrape real hard, and you get some gristle up, you peel that gristle back, garbage like Sp- Splatter University. That's what's underneath there, and I happen to watch one of those movies today, so. There you go, Splatter University. God-awful. You should watch it. It's on Amazon. Uh, which uh, leads me finally to YouTube. And uh, I will just say this. There is a ton of of old-school movies on YouTube, some of which I've heard of. Lots of them I have not. But I'm looking forward to watching them and, and bringing them to you here for my review and to let you know, hey, th- these are worth watching or stay away from them, but they are for free on YouTube, so you can watch them. Um, just a couple titles here. Aerobicide is on there, and I pr- I'm pretty sure I saw Aerobicide. That's an 80s slasher movie set in a, in a health spa. I, I'm pretty sure I saw that one back in the VHS days, and I do recall enjoying that one. Uh, so more on that later. Blood Rage from 1983. I'm just going to tell you the titles because I, I don't really know a whole lot about them. There's another one called Eyes of Fire, uh, and that's from 1983. And that's a, that I think that's set like in the 17th century, and it's about witches and whatnot. Um, so I thought it sounded interesting. Uh, Ghost Keeper, that's one that I'm probably most looking forward to watching. Is It's a very, very obscure uh, horror movie that's kind of a ripoff of The Shining. So I've been told, but the reviews of it are quite good, and they say it's a very atmospheric, interesting early '80s horror movie, and it's on it's on YouTube. It's obviously the quality is it's VHS quality, but I I'm gonna watch it. Um, next one is Metamorphosis: The Alien Factor. That's from 1990, and I actually have that one on DVD. Um, but it just reminded me I need to watch that movie again because that is a cool, cool '80s or it's 1990, but it's '80s. Um, it's an it's an alien movie uh, set in this laboratory and they're experimenting and mutations and uh, it's it's really cool. Uh, I I highly recommend you go there and check it out. It's funny I remember the the opening credits to that movie. It's like every other person that was involved in making that movie was someone from Japan. It sounded like uh, so it was just. Odd, but if you want a gooey, slimy, alieny type movie, uh, there you go. It's that's that's a fun movie. Another one is Parasite. I think that that's one with Demi Moore. That's from 1982. Charles Band produced. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching that one. Never seen that one. Uh, Rabid Grannies, and this is the uncut version. There's two versions, and if you do watch that on YouTube, make sure that you search for the uncut version. It's got, I believe, German subtitles. Uh, that is a very, very, very obscure movie, and it's a really cool... I, I've seen this movie. Really gory movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's kind of a horror comedy type thing. Uh, let's see here. Just a couple more that I'm looking forward to watching. Return of the Family Man from 1989. Slasher movie. No idea what it is. Uh, Slaughterhouse from 1987, and that's another one that um, uh, 88 Films is going to be releasing here soon. So before I chuck down the money to import this, I'm definitely going to watch this on YouTube. Uh, The Resurrected is also on YouTube. That's from 1992, and that is an H.P. Lovecraft story. I believe that was directed by Dan O'Bannon. Fantastic movie. This is in full 1080p HD. And you can watch it for free, and that is a really good movie. If you're a fan of stuff like Reanimator, I I cannot tell you 
uh, fast enough, watch The Resurrected. It is a cool movie, especially the end. The end of that movie is just awesome. Uh, 1987 movie called Twisted Nightmare. I have no idea what it's about, uh, but I'm going to give it a shot. And then there's one that I actually just started called Silent Night, Bloody Night from 1972, and it's a gothic horror movie. And actually, Vinegar Syndrome, on their website, uh, you can actually download it for free in 720p HD. Um, And so I did that, uh, and I started watching it, and i got to tell you already, it's a very interesting gothic horror movie, and so I'm totally in on that one. I'm about a half hour into it, and so far really digging it. Uh, So more on that later. That's soft on Billy material through and through. So anyway, um, I've got a lot of more, a lot more really obscure movies. I'm sure there's going to probably be more like Splatter University in there that they're they're long lost for a reason. But I'm doing the research. I want to find those gems in the rough. Madman, I consider that to be more or less a gem in the rough. Uh, and already I can tell this Silent Night, Bloody Night is probably another gem in the rough too. So. Uh, anyway, stay tuned for more YouTube goodness coming soon. That's going to do it for my show today. Uh, I am happy to report that Movie Freaks is officially on iTunes. Uh, and I'm going to be recording another episode with my co-host Eric Marner tonight. And there's going to be more on that uh Soon, I'm running out of time on my show, but there was a big debacle with our show getting kicked off of YouTube for absolutely, positively no reason whatsoever. So now we are on iTunes, so stay tuned for more info on that, and I'll bring you all the the information on that uh, on one of my very uh, next shows on Soft Underbelly to give you guys all the information on that. Uh, But stay tuned for that. And also, uh, please make sure to tune in to Cinema Sidekicks. Uh, we're going to be doing a major megapod here coming up in the next couple weeks where we're going to be doing uh, a segment for their show, a segment for Movie Freaks, and then a segment for Cinema Soft Underbelly. And I'm really looking forward to that. I love talking movies with uh, this particular group of guys. Um, we all kind of bring something different and unique to the table, and I, I think that's great. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but already I'm excited for, um, in a few short hours, going to be doing very first Movie Freaks episode that's going to be debuting on iTunes, so I'm really excited about that, so stay tuned for that. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more Soft Underbelly coming your way really soon, and until next time, I'm Eugene Weaver. Thanks for listening.